0: Welcome to the Mindset Explosion Podcast. Unlock your true self and your full potential with me, Matt Redman. I truly believe the rising tide raises all ships, and we have so much to give the world. It comes from within and it starts with ourselves. We all have the potential to live our dreams, do the things we thought we couldn't, and take full control of our own lives. Sometimes we just feel stuck. It all it takes is that first step. Take a listen. And if you are enjoying the podcast, don't forget, share it with a friend, give us a five-star review, enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Mindset Explosion, season five, episode eight. And today I'm going to share five of my simple mindset shifts that helped me improve my business my direction everything that i was doing so and if i'm sure there's there's gonna be more because I, I got loads uh, but please comment below and uh share some of the mindset shifts that you have had or had to get your head around if you were starting a business or anything you just want to add to it because they're really important um so as always please give this a like a comment share And if you are listening to this on the podcast, nice five-star review and a comment would be fantastic. Thank you very much. Uh, So I hope you've all had a great week. All right. I have been absolutely crazy busy. busy. This is going out live, but I'm actually pre-recording it. There you go. Working smart because I'm actually away on a course as you're watching this so the course is galore at the moment but it's all about self-improvement getting my head right and taking myself onto that next level which i'll probably talk about in just a bit on how we can implement stuff and get there and everything you know we gotta just be patient with a few things so I got uh, my business started or I got really into business. I was self-employed. I went self-employed in 2005. Um, So I treated like that, like it was my own business, really. So even I was um, kind of self-employed for my instructor and built up a, a school, helped him build up a school and then came over to Cheltenham for, you know, for the martial arts business. Yeah, I'm still under someone else's wing, um, so I can't take all the credit for starting that out, but you know, going out on the street, bowing to people to build it up, that's what I had to do, and I, I'm glad I don't have to do that anymore because we've got social media, but... That's one of the things. I just had to get my a bit of a mindset shift and get over it. Get out my own way a, a lot and have that confidence just to really just go out there and, and meet people basically. So that's maybe one that's not on the the list. But sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. And if you want to, and it's about catching catching attention and turning a glance into a stare. There we go. That's good for social. If you're doing social media, trying to turn a glance into a stare, we would do it by going out on the street and um, just introducing ourselves to people and see if they'd be interested in martial arts. So If you ran the chart in Gloucester area, you may have bumped into me at some point. Anyway, don't have to do that anymore. Uh, wind, rain, snow, freezing. Um, but that's, that's how we initially grew it. And actually, I didn't enjoy that part of it. I did and I didn't. I, I both did and I didn't. It wasn't the fun but sometimes it was quite fun as well so if that makes sense maybe it does maybe it don't I don't care. Um, so, but that's what I had to do that's sometimes it's you know when you want to grow something and if it hadn't done that it would have been a slower growth. it's not like we we're after fast but you know we have bills to pay we have full-time center to uh, manage and you know be the best instructor in the world. It wouldn't have meant much if I didn't have anyone stood in front of me to teach. That was something, there we go. That's another one I did put on the list, but we'll, we'll come on to my little list in just a sec. Uh, and these, the, the list that I've got here, I've only done for five, but um, th- th- they were really important to me uh, when I eventually went, you know, fall on into business myself. That was 2013. And if you've been following me over the years, you know I was going through a, a rough time with my mental health. Um, yeah, not great thoughts, not great things going on in, in life. and you know for me and people around me to be fair so it just wasn't the best time but uh, I really knew I could do it I believed in myself and um, even even when I went to purchase the business no idea how I was going to finance that just found a way and obviously people came forward who uh, could see the value in what I was doing and what that that business was and would bring to so many people and we've continued to do that so uh, as if you've been watching uh, this season 5 I'm talking a lot more about business mindset, uh, becoming more into property mindset as that's the new path I'm, or well, it's part of the next direction I'm taking. Getting into I'm a property investor now, uh, really excited about that. As we're you know really going to be focusing on helping people with uh, social housing and um just again, it's for me, it's all about service. So let's let's come on to my list, okay? So uh, for me, uh, I I, I had to seek out at the time that there's some great martial arts yeah that was my main business there was there's some really good martial arts business mentors in the uk now but I, at the time i didn't feel there was much around but now i think there's there's some really really good ones and we've come a long way as an industry but i had to go over to america so um i'm engrossed myself with uh, michael Porello and a lot of the stuff he was um doing now and actually it's about 10 years ago i went to new york um uh, me and steven uh, thompson my yeah, my my former, my, he's still my mentor. He's still my instructor in my eyes. Um, let's put this light on. So we went over to New York and uh, went to a summit and uh, blew our minds away. I, I'd not been to many then. I've been to loads since. And Stephen said this is the best thing he's ever been to. So we got a lot. And that's when I launched my fitness kickboxing program. Uh, it was going off the back end of um, a license with kickboxing.com at the time. So I got to I got to put that in, of course. But learned so much, and that's been running successfully. Um for the last 10 years, and, and during that t- transition for me to you know b- turn it into my own business as well as Cheltenham martial arts. So it was a, a great time for us, and so it's, it's a real proud moment to think, wow, that that class has been going for you know 10 years in Cheltenham now. It's a very popular, very successful class. We have great instructors, great people coming in. And over the years, we've seen so many transformations as well, and so I'm just going to share with some of the things that you know really helped us develop into that. So my list is a bit vague, as it's so a number one product, service, facility. So if you're getting into business or you're especially like a service-based one, um, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm doing business acquisitions now. We're looking for uh, beauty salons and bringing into a group. But so the I, obviously I, I rely on the staff to know what they need to know for beauty. But in terms of the business, I pretty much from my point of view is these things are, you know, very, very powerful. So the product is so important. So now when I took this business on, um, we had moved location, um, <clears throat> and it wasn't a great location. And funny enough, on my memories today as I'm recording this, that um it, it come up with you know some of the renovations that we were doing. It was a fault, like the building used to be a a uh, funeral home uh, there was asbestos that initially you had to get rid of obviously uh, is in the scene there was a lot of work that had to be done into the the roof was just constantly leaking water we not call this wall down so in terms of a because it's got product service facility for me it was not a great facility i absolutely hated it it was almost embarrassing it's so cold um unfortunately we had to move there um because of where we were we had to get out and we we're already having problems with that building at the time anyway um and the landlord basically they were redeveloping and they bought us out of the, the lease that was left on there basically so they wanted they had their plans okay so in terms of the facility, it was not great. And I was getting this mentorship and my mental, uh, well, obviously Michael Preller was saying product service facility, product service facility. I was engrossing myself in so much of the, the training behind all that. And I just think, oh my God, let me out of this building. How can I change all this? It, it was dusty, it was cold, it was damp. And if it if we had a bad rain, it would literally leak down the walls. I'd be up on the roof uh weekends trying to to seal it up with stuff to keep it in there we couldn't afford to get a new roof just just because it you know we were pretty fresh then that the i when i took it on it was to really i had to really grow that back up so the facility wasn't great um let's come back to the product the product i found was you know pretty cool we had the great children's martial arts and I, i really evolved and developed that over the years so product is so important so whatever it is you got as your product then you know that that's going to be a key factor but it can't be a be all and end all service i feel is so important my i started my work uh, working life as a saturday just working in a, a superstore and um, superstore department store debenhams and i felt even then at a young age service was in, you know really important and you know how do we grow that what so what things can we improve on so when it's when i talk to my team um regularly over the time is that understanding like well what what is good what is not what do we need to improve on and, and the basically everything we can improve, right? And it might be something simple about having a quick walk around because someone may be coming into, if you've got a, a bricks and mortar business, they're coming in for the first time, but what is it they're gonna see? Is there cobwebs, is it clean? Now we have people coming in throughout the evening. So it's, you know it's, we have a, a good, it has a good clean from the, you know, during the day um, and it's maintained to a pretty high standard, but obviously maintaining that with people coming in and out the doors you know it's, it's a little bit different. it can be quite hard but obviously making sure we got a good product is would be safe for the fitness from our point of view so we've real honed that down we try to work out what what works what doesn't work and that comes with a product but also the service and how it's delivered and what things can you do differently within your business to improve on that uh, how often you know how quick is someone greeted when they come in and simple things for us might have been just um, little acts of courtesy and res- not courtesy respect what's the word um, well yeah courtesy and gratitude actually so quite often when we got a new client we would send out a you know a handwritten card um, we went in and out of doing this but I, I, I'm sure the team is back on it but sending a little thank you because someone has you know they've taken the time to come and maybe purchase a, you know try it out try out one of our classes, they, they purchase this trial. So we quite often send a little voucher with a coffee a coffee voucher uh, somewhere else. Uh, so A, we now promote another business that they can get some, maybe some customers. It was a good deal to set up with, I felt, cause we generally get about 20 new people coming in every month. So it was a nice little win-win. So it was, it, for, and it was about yeah, a little bit helping out another business at the same time. So it's finding those little tweaks and how we can improve our service and how we can, you know, show our gratitude to the people that maybe want to try us out and, and find out a little bit more. And, and and again, like I said, it's how do we greet up people and um, the, your clients? Someone coming in new, introducing them to people, making them feel part of you know where we are. Now I, I agree that for us that can work because we have regular people coming in um, all the time. They're signing up to a service. But it's just sometimes just thinking outside the box. And if you're, um, I don't like to say competitors really, it's just someone else doing a similar thing, somewhere different in a different way. And I just like to think, well, I wanna be different than what the crowd is doing because if it's the same thing, it's like, it's oh, what, what's so special? Um, we would often look at then um, as we started to grow, and, and technology change. We started looking. What can we give more? So sometimes people want to put prices up, especially with the you know climate at the moment, where energy price are going to force like price increases pretty much everywhere. Because that's just unfortunate. We work. What's happening? So what can we add then as value to service? And sometimes when we did a price increase, I try and put in something else that would justify, uh, especially for newer you know existing people so it was trying to increase that but give something at the same time but it's not going to obviously take away our time i hope that makes sense so looking at our product and always trying to improve it uh, narrowing it down and doing the things a little bit differently for us we went to more um uh, age specific classes so we were providing a service that you could get at multiple other places around the, the town um and all great but we wanted to always offer something different so it so it kind of zoned in on our you know what would be our perfect avatar and for you know who's right for that so there we go so that was our focus on there now it's good to review these the product service facility because let's say i knew my facility was not great so if i had to mark it out of 10 I'd probably say that was about a three at the time. So when I eventually got to um, when we had to move and I got in position to move to where we are now, it was like rubbing my hands, so excited. And I feel that you know when when we moved there, that was a ten. It was so nice to see people walk through the doors, like wow, oh my god, it was amazing. And we put the investment into the key areas to make that facility um, you know look a big wow. And it's like when because when someone's Purchasing something, I feel that is not just a relationship with yourself, but um, if you can give more than what it's worth, then I, I think that's a, a you know a big big thing, and that takes easier then to go on to step two. So people, you know, if you have a business, then you want people to pay and you want them to stay with you as a client. So that's why I feel the product service facility. If we can get that right yes they're going to pay but they're also going to stay and then they're going to refer and that comes down not to the you know you can have a cleanliness facility but if the staff aren't great or rude then it's not going to work and then we have problems right um and you know i've had staff come and go and some you think they've all served a purpose but some i you know it was after they went think oh my god that's that's something suddenly changed it's nothing about them it was just you know, something wasn't quite, well, not about them, the dynamic wasn't quite right. So building that team is so important to get the service, you know, right as well. So, them pay, stay, and then of course, if they're enjoying it, they're gonna refer. They're gonna tell their friends about it. And sometimes, you know, a little bit of gifting is important for that, is it, it, good for that. Not because you're trying to get someone, but it's, again, it's about being grateful to the people that are paying you money. There's, you know, they're paying my bills there or the bills of the business the staff we, we're all benefiting from it because we get paid at the end of the day ultimately so trying to come at it from a different angle um it, it was really good for me because I, I made me think hang on you know it's just because someone pays for you and they're there then that's it and you're doing a great service sometimes you have to give a little bit more it's the law of repeti- um reciprocation so try it try gifting to some of your clients it's your top clients that is as i'm going to say top ones they've been there a long time spend a lot of money with you and just see what happens and see what and and you know they're they're naturally going to refer and even if they're not you you're doing them a nice you're showing gratitude anyway um often people would you know end up posting out um maybe one of they'd often post stuff you know what they've received from us as a gift but we never did it for that reason It, it was purely for like the the gratitude um side of things and yes i suppose subconsciously we you know you, you think you know maybe that's there's something's that's gonna more will come from it but if it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter okay it's a great way for marketing as well as uh, gifting i'd rather put money to my clients than i would to you know i don't mind facebook and <sighs> they might be listening and watching but you know they, it's a lot it costs a lot for the advert, so try things a little bit differently and, and see what happens get So once you got i feel once I got product service facility right and then it was you know tweaking the service and tweaking the product even with the facility now is you know it's, it's we've been there four years so it's bits that are a bit worn so we have to keep on top of that and and try and shift things around a little bit to make that you know stay up to the standard that we want it. So a maintain an abundant mindset. This was a good one for me. So <clears throat> because we can get so caught up and we need people, we need this, we need people to buy, we need people to buy. And then before you know it, you're into a scarcity mindset. Um, some of the businesses that I've um, done the acquisitions on, done uh, kind of a little bit in that sense, which is fine. It's, it's probably a normal thing. You know, we need lots of people in spending lots of money. Sometimes it's you can get people having paying less but sorry paying more but you're having less people and you can service those ones a little bit better, a lot better actually so when you haven't got to run around trying to spin hundreds of plates and hundreds of people so maintaining the, an abundant mindset it can be a tough one uh, especially when you're starting out or you're going through um, you know one of them downturns coming out of a pandemic definitely it's been very tough to maintain that abundant mindset but there's plenty of people out there okay not everyone you want and um, some you know we, we are in the business uh my, me personally uh, is, is understanding and learn that i want to repel some people because maybe not suitable for them and they're not suitable for us so it would be unfair for you know just to take anybody um in as a client it, it wouldn't work so we have put in systems now that have helped us um you know real defined you know the people that we want to work with so that it it's it's fair basically it has to be fair because otherwise if they're not the right person they're just gonna be unhappy anyway right they're not they're not because they're expecting something different from the process so the process of us getting um started is is, is so and so important um is is a, a procedure from the moment you know someone gets in contact with us um in, until they hopefully you know going for their client journey so having that abundant mindset there's plenty of people there okay you don't have to run chasing and demoralize it because i think that looks worse and you know i've been there to be honest with you you don't you don't realize it's happening but it's so desperate because you need to get to the other side so at the beginning i'd say there's a bit of a balance um to find that way but you know having that abundant mindset there's, there's plenty of people okay um just gotta keep on keep on trucking with it basically set boundaries when i speak to a lot of people in the um in the interviews a lot say about boundaries because oh my god you can be up all evening answering messages answering emails as it comes in oh, i got to do this now but it's not healthy again and then you're conditioning uh people to think because probably you know if you're sending a message at 11 o'clock at night you probably expect that get to get answered the next day right come on you know you're not gonna if it was yourself so as much as it can be nice but you can end up running around and you're not as productive so set boundaries and you know with clients and parents and things and you know if it was a desperate desperate thing most of it can come back to anyway and if it was um unless it was like an absolute emergency that's a bit different of course but i can't think of one on top of my head but most things sometimes you just need to think anyway if it's a uh, say you had a complaint it's better to just think that through a little bit before you go even back in um, and and solve that. So having those boundaries uh, in place for your work, for your, your time and your family's time, they're so, so important, okay? But keeping that abundant mindset at the same time. Uh, last one, uh, this was quite a big one for me uh, because it, as I was growing, I was learning more and more. And I wanted to get to this stage and that stage. And sometimes I'd think, oh my God, everyone's doing, you know, way ahead of me on this bit. And it starts, you start seeing a shiny penny. You wanna go, I'm gonna go and do this, this thing here. I'm gonna implement this, I'm gonna implement that. Um, it can get a bit much. Um, so one of the best things that was said to me uh, by Nick Docherty was, Matt, calm down, relax. It's a marathon, not a sprint. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And it, it, it Again, I think it comes back to maintaining that abundant mindset, not the scarcity mindset. And that and, and kind of going back with boundaries. I'll come back to that in a sec. Cause I just thought of something, but when it's a marathon, not a sprint is look. Some, there was so much I wanted to implement because I wanted to improve my product, my service, my facility. So I, there was some, but you can't do it in one go because if I try and do everything in one go, then nothing got done. So I learned that it's best to implement that one thing, settle it in right now we got the hang of it. Now the next thing. So sometimes it's just that 1% change, even, um when when it it came to you know managing the the whole uh, finance structure really it's like well i'm gonna put one percent away can't put ten percent away right now that's it would be too much So you have to kind of almost condition yourself into you know things so don't feel you've got to make these big drastic changes straight away just because someone else is doing it if uh, i would focus one thing at a time you know what's most important right now and then you can start implementing that get your head around it have a plan of how you're going to implement all the stuff that you want to do so to give you an example uh i remember going to a mastermind and we, we talked about podcasting doing live videos writing a book doing this doing that and come away and i'd come back like team we're going to do this i probably overwhelm my team with far too much of what we were going to do i've come away still excited and they'd probably like scratching their heads like, what, what, what do we do so I had to really learn to hone that, tone that down a bit and just one thing at a time. And also because when you're having great ideas as an entrepreneur, the the, the visionary that I feel I am or the producer, then it, it takes time for the, the team to, you know, the, it can seem way out there uh, and not everyone's gonna get it straight away. I've found out with some of the, you know, the acquisitions now because I'm in with a new team, they're not used to me. And they may think it's way out there because it's different to what they normally do yeah we've already made this work in other places so it takes time and, it, and yeah and it's you it can't just like wipe it you can't just do all these changes in one goes it's too much and then we end up crossing the you know the different boundaries so it is a tough one maintaining all these but i, I felt for me this is what has helped us grow and it kept us going through the pandemic as well it, we were ready for the pandemic have we been hit hard by the pandemic yes very very hard but I don't feel I feel if I hadn't had some of these mindset shifts, you know, when I when I needed to, that it would have been even tougher. I think it would have been a different place altogether. I don't know if we would have survived it. Um, you know, you know, to this point. So good, we're coming out because you can, uh, um, as the owner, I can see the where we're gonna be otherwise we would have been really it would have been a horrible time put it that way grants or loans or no loans any of that savings they helped um, but it, it came a point where it, it, there was only so much right so this as I say having this mindset getting these things right really made a big difference so if we go back to the beginning so from my point of view when in the when the pandemic hit we were still able to we couldn't provide a facility um, uh, but we could still have the product there and we recorded we had things ready online so because i'd already prepared for things like that without even knowing there's gonna be a pandemic we were still able to provide a service just through an online and gave it out for free to our members um still teaching so we we kept that service somehow going as a, a free service throughout that that duration and that made a difference because when it came back to paying people came back to pay not everybody and then they stayed throughout with us throughout that and then a lot referred so it it made a big difference and that was a scarcity time because it's like suddenly we're not bringing in revenue um but i had to have that abundant mindset that you know what we're going to get through this we're going to keep giving keep giving keep giving and we'll go from there we did have to set some boundaries a lot of boundaries not everyone quite understood what we were doing but we had to you know set those boundaries in place and remembering it you know it it really did become a marathon then um, it really did become a marathon not not a sprint and there were times when kind of fall wayside with it because that's normal it's a normal human thing to do but we're able to bring ourselves back and adjust and then see forward and it's the same thing that i apply now to the uh, business acquisitions that we're, i'm doing and the group's doing the group is a separate group from Channel Um, and then the same I'll be applying the same techniques as a property investor and helping people get better return on their investments but also helping um, people that are struggling with um, housing and getting them relocated and um, helping them sort out you know manage their finances if that makes sense having those things in place will make a big big difference and having that mindset shift that you know you don't have to run around have those boundaries and keep that um you know abundant mindset it will make a big difference it, it did for me it did for me and I, I make, sorry I'd try can you say that when your watch starts talking to you when you're trying to film something it made a big difference to me and the businesses and it's staying on there. Now there's loads more I could add and I'm sure if you're in business the same as me and you've got some ideas you add to that please add them in because I know there's a few people are watching this or listening as well that are just getting started out. I've been speaking to quite a few people recently, so I know this is gonna be a good help for them, just to try to change a little bit, look at it with an open mind and, and then just think, well, what, where can I start making some changes? What can I improve in my product? If the product is great, cool, now to start looking at the service, what could we do better? What could we, um, great advice I was told as well, sometimes, especially in the service-based industry, is that, just go into a really nice restaurant sometimes, every if you haven't, all right. So go in and just see how you're served and see how you looked after you know, and have a look round it, you know, what is the facility like? How would you market if you was to market and what market as in um grade it or whatever? You know, even going into shops, just in your head, and you'll start to see things differently. And when you start to see things differently like that, you'll be able to apply it back to your what it is that you're doing and you'll come up with different ideas as well, because you'll see something in a totally different, non-related business to what you, yours is. They'll be doing something, and you'll think, oh, do you know what, I really like that. I really like how they've done that. And then you can justify, maybe, whether it be a price increase if you have to, or what it is that you're doing. It'll be out, but you have, you know, price increase can just come out of thin air. Oh, it's the energy that's gone out. That you, I believe you do need to try and offer something, you know so get a bit of give and take so it's finding the things that you can give more of is there some online services you can provide or that little bit extra you know in that, that sense so it it builds up that package and then you'll you'll start to look for new different things uh, and, and that will improve it and uh, of course then people are going to pay stay refer and you've already then got your abundant mindset because you're thinking way ahead you're not thinking about tomorrow or running around trying to get everything today because it's Desperate, and you need to do this, you need to do that. Think long term, plan ahead, and think reverse engineer what is it you need if you're planning doing big renovations. Well, what is it you need? When's that going to happen? Um, and reverse engineer it all the way back, and how you can do that and set those boundaries. They're so important with everything, Everything everything's involved in that, everything to you know get it to where you need to get it to. And it might be just you know what, you're going to look at who is your perfect avatar, what do they look like, what do they wear, where do they work, where do they shop? And just toning that, honing in on that, again, it makes such a, such a big difference. They're my top tips anyway for now. Uh, Thank you for watching. I've got another interview next week, so tune in for that one. They've got, we're starting to pick up on the interviews and if you would like to come on the show, uh, uh, I am looking for entrepreneurs uh, to find out more about your journey. Property investors like myself, and to come on and talk and share your experience and put it out there have a great day make it a great week peace love always and don't forget tune in tomorrow if you're following me if you like a bit more spiritual stuff i'm on the inner power inner power podcast with my co-host oh my god i can't talk my co-host andrew you can search that you'll find it Hi, it's Matt Rudman again. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please check out my other podcasts. I've really interviewed some great people with some great stories talking about how they overcame and developed their own mindset. If you've enjoyed that much, of course, give me a five-star review. Don't forget to share and like.